Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound. And you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey everybody, happy Wednesday, episode 882. We're going to talk to, to a teachhoops.com member today. I love these calls. I like putting a couple of these every week just so you can see the great resources and the great things you get at teachhoops.com. Every, some people assume I'm vampire because I don't sleep, but I am here to help. I am here to serve. That's one of the reasons. It's it's the reason I started teachhoops.com, like I said yesterday. So come over and check us out. 14-day um, free trial as we speak. My, like I said, my brother, who's my partner, wants me to keep increasing prices. Uh, I guess that's what a Harvard MBA will get you. But um, uh, I'm, I'm fighting him on it. But uh, I would get in if you're thinking of getting in. Also, go over and check out Dr. Dish, um, the number one shoe machine on the market, uh, headquartered in Bloomington, Minnesota. Raise your hand if you know where Bloomington is. I do. It is It is a suburb of uh, Minneapolis, not St. Paul. I think it's a suburb of Minneapolis. So go over and check them out. Mention Coach Unplugged. They'll give you $350 off. Let's head off to the podcast. Yes, to win that state. So how's your team looking? Are they doing their individuals and stuff yet? Can you do individual workouts and stuff? Uh, I do team workouts. Okay. How are those looking? Crazy, crazy that we can do that, huh? I know. So uh, in Florida, you can – I don't know how it is in other states, but I just found this out recently. But you can have your, your own club team, and they can be players from – as long as you have insurance through AAU – you can, you can practice. So it's crazy. Don't they play? Don't don't some of the girls? Don't they play volleyball and do other sports? Uh yeah. So we we have uh we have one girl that's actually a volleyball player that um I have most recently been able to swing over to play basketball. So I'm really excited about that. She's about five um, eleven. So that's exciting. Ooh. Um and then two two girls that are pretty much a hundred percent basketball decided that they were going to try out for volleyball just for fun. So they are, they're playing volleyball as well, but they're not volleyball players. So. Well, that'll be good for them actually. That's yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. 
I'm a, I'm a firm believer in multi-sport athletes, to be honest yeah. with you. I think it helps. Yeah, me too. Make competitive. Yeah, so, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's going well. I'm, I'm, in, uh, I'm the golf coach there, too, so we're actually in golf season right now, which is uh, interesting. But Okay, so I got to say, you look, you look, what is it, like 70 there today? You're, like, bundled up. The yeah. hell? Like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just acting like I'm in Illinois again, you know? <laughs> Seriously. I went to I went to Buffalo Wild Wings today and uh, had lunch and watched some football and I'm sure people gave me weird looks wearing uh, long pants, a hoodie, and a stocking cap. That is funny. Just my thing, you know. I know. Um, but yeah, so we start uh, just kind of hoping golf season speeds along here. I'm not really just it's uh it's an interesting interesting time. We don't have a lot of golfers on the team, so it's a uh, are you golfing? Uh, I played in a, I actually played for work. I played in a, uh, an outing, like a fundraiser that we hosted for our high school. Um, That's I cool. I got to miss school for it. So that was cool. That's really cool. So, uh, so are you, you got everything set? You've got your playbook ready and everything to rock and roll. You know what, Steve, the playbook is, 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 uh, is part of the, part of the issue here. Okay. Um, so I've been excited to, to talk about it a little bit. Um, okay. So one of the questions that I had written down here um, to talk about was uh, about scheme and, and how much is – I think it depends on your players and your program, what you have on how much you can actually give them, you know, how much information you can give them without completely overloading. Um, so that's one of the questions I had is, is how much. Uh, that's how that's how I have it written down. How much question? Very very little to start. So I was just talking to another coach about um, playbooks. So I'm a big believer in three ring binders for the playbook. Like literally, like I I give them like the one inch binders, and then the playbooks in the front, and then there's note stuff in the back, and then there's motivational stuff. So that way I can always keep adding to it. Yeah. Um, you need an offense. You need a defense. <laughs> you need a, you need probably a press break. You need an out of bounds play, a couple out of bounds. I would keep it as you can add to the to the playbook. I would keep it as simple as possible early. Yeah. Don't over like don't over. You know we're going to work on our offense. We're going to work on this core defense. We're going to have these quick hitters or plays. Yeah. Now, look at this out of these couple out of bounds plays, maybe a press break if you're worried about getting pressed. And that's it. So I would so not you, go. You give all your players a binder? I do, with the playbook in it. So the last coach was, well, what happens if they lose it? I go, well, they're not going to lose it because <laughs> they keep it in their lockers, first of all. Um, and if they take it home, they have to ask me to take it home. But uh, I don't care if the other team has my playbook. I don't, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to print it off, put it on the web, but I don't really care. Yeah. One, one um, of the things, one of the things that I just, it's funny that you said that one of the things I remember watching out of uh, one of your videos that I watched a while ago was um, I think it was a video about your pregame warmup and how you, you every once mm -hmm. in a while would do things in your pregame warmup that you were going to do. The game. And it's like, you know, I remember you saying, well, if a, if a team is really that interested in, in paying attention to what we're doing and they can, they can adjust their game plan to stop us, then, you know, give them credit for. Well, unless, unless Florida is different, we play on a Tuesday and then we play on a Friday. How much time do you really have to get ready for me and my seven things? You know, good luck. 
Yeah. You know, you got enough problems with your own stuff. So yeah. I don't, I'm not going to give it to you. I'm not going to share it, but I want my kids to know my stuff. That's yeah. more important to me. So, um, and then there's an ownership with it. And then the thing is with, <laughs> with your team, when I used to coach girls volleyball, it's like, so you can, I like the white binders, but you can get black, whatever. It doesn't matter. And then you get them with the sleeve. So you can put something on the front, like your logo or something that like it slides inside it. Um, when I coach volleyball, I, the girls wanted to decorate their thing. I, I, whatever. We can have a crafty night. You can do whatever you want, but then it's theirs. It's like, I want them to own it. It's not mine. It's yours. It's like, you're the one taking notes in there. You're the one, you know, doodling. Um, Interesting. I didn't really think about that. I thought, um, but I think it adds to the, you know, to the, when I like it in the sense that I will sometimes, I will put pages on. Sometimes I use like colored paper and stuff that, all right, Hey, are you having a problem? Because they're not going to come talk to me half the time. So I said, hey, I'm going through and going to look at your notes from practice and the stuff you've been doing the last couple of weeks. If you've got any concerns or anything, put it in your note, put it in your book. I'm grabbing them after practice. And they'll do that. They'll, they're more likely to do that. And then I can grab them and say, hey, sorry about this. Or let's talk about this or whatever it is. So you, have um, section, you have a section in there that they're able to, to write stuff in. Hey, John's being a jerk and the locker room and we got to deal with it blah 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 and then i'll i'll i mean i'm not gonna call anybody out but i'll grab them on the side and say hey what's going on and then i've i've squashed more things with that than um it's kind of like a suggestion box yeah i'm not gonna put a suggestion box in my locker room but this is kind of their like coach man the one three one's not working and here's why bing 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 and it, it, it might not be. You might be right. You know, I don't know. I'm looking at a lot of different things. So I've changed things because of that. I've, I've let my point guard come in my huddle because of that. He goes, yeah. coach, man, I need to come in the coach. My point, this is like 2017. He wrote in there, coach, I need to come in the, the coach's huddle before you go to, to the thing. So I grabbed him. I said, well, why? He goes, well, because I'm seeing stuff and I can help you and the coaches before you go talk to the team. I go, perfect. That's my point guard. Yeah. It's all it took. And now then he sat with the, the coaches before I went to the timeout. Yeah. Great. Because he was being proactive. And he had lots of – and he's going to coach for me. He coached my freshman team last year. He yeah. knows his stuff, you know. So. Yeah. Wow, the, the binder, man. That's a, that's a Coach Collins nugget right there. I'm hoping <laughs> it's a nugget. It, it will work. It's a three-ring. Yeah. I like the three-ring. I've tried everything. I've tried the – you know, the science one. Remember when you were a kid and you had that black science one? But I like to be able to put my plays in there and the scouts in there and motivation in there and writing in there. That's why I haven't found a better solution than the three-ring binder. Yeah, um, so let me, let me ask you about um, – so, like, with your plays and your playbook that you put in there, where are you – because I don't have – where are you designing that at? Where are you, fast where are you? draw. Okay. I don't design it. I draw it on a piece of paper and I hand it to one of my assistants and they do it. Um, but I actually have on here that they're going to do a fast draw course. Cause I got to have them do, cause I've had a bunch of coaches ask about it. Um, it's a, it's, they got a monopoly. It irritates me. It's like huddle as a monopoly. Basically, if anybody's drawing stuff and you're seeing it on the web, they probably drew it on fast draw. Gotcha. Um, there's other ones to do it, but it's like 80 bucks, 80, 90 bucks a year, I think. 
and it turns it into a PDF. And the reason it's good is, um, and the reason we went to it, we went to Slack to kind of organize our coaching staff. And then we set up folders. It's like having a Dropbox. So we put our like um, Union South, that's not a team, but Union South fast draw scout into there. So then every year we can go back and look at it and then just draw it out. Um, Cause coaches don't change. Yeah. So once you get there out of bounds, plays drawn up, you know, it's like, Oh, they're running two again. They're running that again. And then I just grab it off fast draw and put it into the scout. Um, it just saves time. Well, what I've, what I've noticed in, uh, especially in this part of Florida is that, you know, when I was with the boys program in Illinois, we were very, um, we were v- very like, uh, a lot like a college team would run their, their practices and their game plans and their, their preps for games. And we had full scouting reports and all this stuff. And, um, you know, that's where I learned how to do that. But I look at like this part of Florida and especially girls basketball. And it's like that they don't do that. The effort. I know you, that's why you need to do it. Yeah. I, I think oh, that's, that's going to be your best recruiting tool ever. Yeah. Ever. Because you know why? It's because they're going to say, look, and, and the, here's what you sell to them. We're running this like a college program. We're going to scout. Well, you're going to have a playbook. You don't think they do this? You don't think they take notes in a D3 school in Iowa? Sure they do. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I started doing it, because I wanted to run it like a college program. Yeah, that's going to be good. It's, it's going to take you some time. <laughs> and the one thing about working in a school three ring binders tend to appear. So just, I mean, you might have to go buy this first set, but I haven't bought any in like 15 years. Cause they, they like businesses and stuff. All of a sudden three ring binders tend to show up. So, yeah. Hey everybody. Hope you're enjoying the podcast as much as I am. Please subscribe and like, uh, leave those five star reviews. Those one star reviews you can, you can leave in your pocket, but go over to Apple and Spotify and wherever you leave reviews or wherever you listen and, and, and tell us what you're thinking. Um, go over and check out teachups.com for coaches who want to get better 14 day free trial. Um, the one stop shopping, the Netflix for basketball coaches. Um, and then also go over and check out our other podcasts, uh, teacher side gig and high school hoops part of the, I love saying this, part of the coach market media conglomerate. Go over and check it out and let's head back to the podcast. You use uh, like sleeve protectors, right? Inside of those to put your papers in? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, some, sometimes I'll put sleeve protectors. Sometimes I won't. I'll use the divide color dividers too to keep things separated. Like here, the scouts go here. When I'm feeling really ambitious, I'll put each of the teams in our conference in there so they know where to put stuff. Just depends on how yeah. much energy myself or my assistants have. Yeah, well, that that that's been one of the that's the other question. One of the other questions I had because knowing that you know you're a math teacher, I'm a math teacher. Thinking about um, prioritizing all of the things that I have going on. Sometimes I'm not. One of my weaknesses is organization. You know, I even said it in my interview when I interviewed for the job. Is, you know, one of the weaknesses I have is organ, organization, and it's like I want to be organized. I can visualize what needs to be done, but like you know, my effort and, and my, and just seeing how that all plays out is sometimes not, not there. So, yep. So here's what I've done. I'm the same way. Like, like there's my list, there's my list of crap I got to do. And this is, I started doing this about a year ago, two years ago. I write five things I want to get done. Like five things. Like tomorrow I gotta, I gotta, I gotta upload my podcast tomorrow. I gotta get my grades in. I got to get my online camp thing ready. I got five things. 
those are the, I'm going to get at some point in the day, I'm going to get those five things done tomorrow. Right. And so like, and I might not finish them. I'm going to, I'm going to at least get, I'm, that, those are the five things. And anything else that comes in is noise to me. Like, I mean, I got to run my class and do that tomorrow. You know, I'll go to the grocery store, do that. That stuff just comes in no matter. It's like, you got to narrow what you got to get done. So you got three weeks. So what is the highest priority? Um, that's what you got to figure. Like, yeah. to be honest with you, I don't think I'm having one. Right. So that priority has gone down. Um, I'll know more probably in three weeks, four weeks. But you, it's like, okay, what do you, have you had your preseason meeting? Have you done? Yeah. yeah huh? Like, that's what you got to prioritize. Yeah, yeah. October 9th. This, this will take you, if you do a playbook, the playbook's going to take you. Like, I'm not sure you should do it with three weeks to go. Yeah. What I just described to you is maybe a next year thing. Yeah. Um, because to draw stuff up, to get it. If you had an assistant, that would be like, do this. But um, I, what I would do with you is, and I've done this too. I did this with my volleyball team is I would do like the science. I would go to office max and find, uh, you know, 15 different notebooks. And I would, that would be my, that would be my playbook. And I would have them draw up the plays and I would have them draw up the scout. Do I would make it more interactive and less on you and more on them yeah. um, for the first year. Cause it's just, it's creeping up on you. Yeah, I, I just I like it more, and like you said, it's it's going to take time to to build that in and, and have some time to to do all that stuff. But the reason I like it is because I think it adds a uh, an aspect of seriousness and like how um, how they don't take things very seriously with the program. And I think you know they know that I care about it a lot and that I'm going to take things seriously. But I think it it adds another thing that a lot of schools don't do. And it, well, and I think when you start scouting them and you show them tape of the other team before they play and you hand them a scout. And then I quiz my guys. Yeah. Like, I'll quiz them on the bus on the way there. Like, okay, who's their leading scorer? And then I'll call on somebody. All right, what, what is uh, John's best move? Right. And they better have it. Or what do they like to run offensively? It's like, I'm just – I want to keep them on their toes. <laughs> That's yeah. with you. Yeah. yeah I like we, that, um, though. I think it will get – I think it will make them more serious. I do believe that. Yeah. We actually played so that that club team that I made. We were actually able to play in a tournament, um, and so a couple of my girls actually ran together and played. Um, and I'm actually able to coach. It's, it's a weird, it's a weird thing in Florida. But um, so we actually played uh, last weekend, and we played against the team that uh, won four A state last year, um, or two A. And so we played pretty much against the high school that won four A state, and we uh, we lost by four. But um, so it was encouraging to to stay with a team like that, but they were like they were running like a horn set where they come up and set uh, the double ball screen, and then whatever way they went, they'd flare a girl off of of one of those screens um, onto the wing, and they'd throw that like skip pass over the wing. And we were like, we said it. <laughs> My the coach that coaches with me has seen it before, and so she said to the girls before the game started like exactly what they were going to do, and we like drew it up, and even still. Like we still couldn't, like we still couldn't process it. So I'm really realizing, like, they got to walk through it. Seeing it, seeing it like that is not. They got to, they got to. Like I would have literally walked them on the court and done it. Yeah, swear to God, because yeah. that's what it's a physical thing. I'm telling you, I was just it, it, 
like two hours ago, I was talking to a coach about it. And he goes, well, what about practice? I go, I used to talk a lot more 20 years ago. Now I talk a little bit and then I have them do it because they, this, this generation needs, they learn by doing like, if I hand a six-year-old an iPad and they've never seen one, they'll figure it out in three minutes. Yeah. Because they, that's just the way they're, they're, they're just wired that way now. And it's the same yeah. with that. If you would have gone out and maybe shown them physically, well, then they would have like, oh, that's, that makes more sense. Then to yeah. see it on a piece of paper is, yeah. If it wasn't, you know, if it wasn't just an AAU game, I'd probably say that we would have done that. But, you know, in a normal, right. in a normal season, we would have probably practiced it. But, um, yeah, I agree with you. Uh, but what I learned from that was that we, I'm in a very fortunate situation to where um, I don't have to teach the athleticism because it's already there. They really have that really, really athletic, really good basketball players. They just don't have that. I put on here one, two, our two biggest weaknesses this year are going to be our IQ, um, which is good because it's something that I can easily teach, um, but rebounding as well. So we, we don't have any size. I mean, that volleyball girl I was telling you about is 5'11", but she's skinny and not that strong. So every drill you do has to have rebounding in it. Yeah. And it has to be like, like for me, not turning the ball over. Everything you do has to be like, and whoever gets the most offensive rebounds gets the, you know, team belt or whatever and whatever. You got to make it like, if that's, if you think that's one of the keys, everything you do, you have to emphasize it. I'm telling yeah. you. Well, it's a lot like, it's a lot like I have a huge, I have a huge addiction to uh, people taking charges. So, uh, you know, that's like a Midwest thing. I don't know if you know that, but. Um, that's like a, that's like a Northern, like Midwest style basketball, like where coaches get excited about taking. You've charges. heard what I do for my charges, right? I have not. Oh, I, I'm I sure have. I've said it in a podcast at some yeah, point, but if you take a charge, so we have a really nice locker room. If you, if you take a charge, I have four, I have four comfy chairs. Okay. So when you take a charge, you get one of the comfy chairs. It's like a recliner in front of your locker. Gotcha. And then once the four is done, and then the next time, so I give them they there is a reward for taking a charge. Yeah, don't you have a uh, you that has a charge wall or no? I haven't had a charge wall in a while. That's a good idea, I think, though. I think it might be Alicia, um, the coach I was telling you about in California. Um, she it might she was be her. Good. I interviewed her. She oh, was good. Did? I did. I did. Yeah, she's cool. Um, but. I think it might be her. If not, I'm sorry that I, I spoke on it, but she, somebody was taking, they would take pictures of the charges. Like they would on the film, they would go back and they would take pictures of it. And they'd post it on the wall or something like that. And like, I don't know. I don't remember the whole story. I love that. I'm stealing that. I'm stealing that. I love that. Something like that, you know, like to just commemorate the, the charge. But we, uh, I remember in a timeout during this AAU tournament, they're not used to, they're not used to coaches being excited about taking charges, but, I was like, man, I'm like, I'm buying dinner for somebody. I, I don't care who it is. Somebody take a charge for me. I was like, what do you guys want? Chick-fil-A, whatever. And in the time out, I was just hysterical. I was going nuts. And uh, finally, somebody did it uh, in the second half. They came out and just slid over perfectly when somebody was driving and took a charge. And I, I mean, all the girls started clapping, but it was good. So big, big charge. That's awesome. I love that. I love charges. You got to see, you got to, you got to you got to commend the things. It's like being an offensive lineman. You got to commend the stuff that doesn't get any glory. Right. Yeah. Right. We're, uh, we're really going to struggle this year, Steve, with our egos. Uh, the girls are really, they have really big egos. Um, they think that, and you know, this is not a mindset that's just 
for our team, it's a mindset for a lot of these kids. They think that scoring 20, 25, 30 points a game is what's going to, what's for sure going to get them to the next level. So it's not, it's yeah. literally not, it's going to be, are you running off the court? Are you a good teammate? I mean, trust me, all the college coaches are watching the other stuff off ball. They're not anyway. Don't get yeah. me started. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, you can go on for, for, <laughs> but I just sent him, I just sent our group chat, uh, a video of Gino, um, talking about how, what he recruits, like how he recruits on character, not because he says, you know, 99% of the games he's going to, they already know that the kids can play. Um, you know, they're just looking for the, the kids that have that, that extra bit of, of solid character. Um, and so that's what I was telling him. I'm like, they're not looking at you scoring 20 points a game. They're looking at what happens when, you know, you get your fourth foul and you're upset or they're, they're looking at what happens when you give up a wide open layup and you're frustrated. You know, how do you come back and react to the adversity? So that's what they're looking for. Right. So that's good. Um, conditioning. It's different. I feel like, I feel like one of my main questions that I was excited to ask you about was you've been, I'm sure interviewing a lot of in the past, you've been interviewing a lot of um, different coaches, different levels, both girls and boys. I want to know, um, as a boys coach talking to a girls coach, what do you think the the greatest lesson or the, the, the thing that you can tell me as a, as a boys coach talking to a girls coach that you've learned from the coaches you've – I don't know if I'm wording the question right, but uh, – so, so we left the conditioning thing. There's no conditioning yeah, well, question. I, I looked at it. It was, it was question number six, and I skipped down to it because I just saw it. But then I was like, man, I really wanted to start with that question. But, you know, we started talking about other things. Okay, so – I'm going to answer the conditioning one and then I'll come back to that one. How many kids are you going to play is the conditioning question is the key. You're going to play a lot of kids. You don't have to condition as much as if you're going to play a few kids. Um, yeah. So, so I'll give you a, the quickest breakdown I can of that. And I think that'll help you uh, help me figure that out. Um, so I have uh, my two seniors. They'll both play. And I have okay. one, two, three, four, five five juniors that will for sure play. And then I have a sophomore that can get some minutes and I have an eighth grader that can, that can get some minutes. Um, so you're going to be okay. Conditioning. I want to worry about conditioning. You're going to have enough I mean, kids that you can. I mean, they, I say that they're going to play, but there's probably, there's probably only four that I, that I truly trust on the floor at all times, if that helps. So then if you play seven, then you're going to have to condition more. Yeah. Um, so going back to the second question you asked, so that's the conditioning one is like, it will really depend on how much you're going to, how many kids you're going to play. Well, I, yeah, I, I knew I was going to condition. So I'm starting two weeks, two weeks before the season starts, we're going to do, you know, non-mandatory, uh, conditioning, obviously. Yep. And, uh, one thing I was going to ask about the conditioning is, is how to be most efficient and maybe some things you do. Obviously it's different, maybe from a little bit from boys to girls, but, um, I'm just trying to think of a way they're, listen, they're going to be the way that I want to run conditioning. They're going to be very, very shocked and they're going to think it's the worst thing in the world. Right. Um, they're not used to working at all. They're in such bad shape. It's, it's embarrassing. Um, so, but I think it's going to be a, a huge part of us moving forward as being in really, really good shape. So I agree. I mean, you don't definitely don't want to be out of shape. So advice for a guy's coach to a girl's coach is um, there's no difference. There's no difference. Zero. Um, if you, if you're, if it's, I mean, if you're doing it for the guys, you should be doing it for the girls, my opinion. Um, 
So I think I think that's not necessarily always the case, which is a lot. Of, I mean, I could get on a whole tirade about why that is, but um, kids want to be held to expectations, is the way I'll put it. Uh, and doesn't matter. Gender doesn't matter. Yeah, that would be that would be my biggest advice. Gender is irrelevant. Um, can the boys do some things that the girls can't do physically? Yes. Um, but that, I don't know if that's a plus or a minus, to be honest with you, yeah. from having coached boys and girls. <laughs> what, what, what is this a, a good example of something that you find really effective as far as conditioning goes? Um, I know it's – As conditioning goes? Well, what I do at the beginning of the year where then they have to earn the locker room is something that I have found very useful. Um, they, I don't let them have the locker room until they reach a conditioning goal. So they don't get the locker room. They don't get their travel gear. They don't get their practice gear. They get nothing until they reach that goal. Um, so that brings, it's kind of like a seals mentality, like an army thing. I try to bring them together to get this one goal. Cause usually there's a couple kids that can't make it. So they can do one of two things. They can get mad at the one kid or they can try to rally them. Um, so hold on. I set a goal and we, we call it the ladder. So they got to do, they got to do a full length of the court in five seconds. I break them up into like four groups, full length in five seconds. And then the next group goes five seconds and then they go to three. So they're down, they're all down here now and they got to go one, two, three. They got to do that in 15 seconds. And then there's three groups of that. So they're resting between. And then the next one's five. So they go one, two, three, four, five. I ended up at the wrong spot, but over here. Um, and that's 25 seconds. So each full length is five seconds. My guys have to make it to like 11 or 13 and then come back down. <laughs> um, so they will usually get to about nine the first day and someone won't make it. And then we just stop. And then the next time we do it, they'll end up maybe getting to 11 or, and then come back down and then not somebody doesn't make it. Um, and then it can take up a while for them to do it. So I, that's, that's something I do um, not only for conditioning early to get them in shape, um, but as a bonding thing, because they all want to get in their lockers. They all want their travel gear. They all want their, you know, practice gear all that stuff. They don't want to be changing in the, you know, hallway or wherever they're changing. I don't know where they're changing, but, um, so I do something like that. I think you have to condition. Um, I know if you go to enough clinics that they say, if your practices are hard enough, yada, 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 yada. Yes. That's 5% of all practices are that intense. Um, I feel like getting a head start is nice, you know? Yes. So we do the whole Bull Ryan thing at our school. We have like a school-wide, like we have a hill behind us, and they do the whole Bull Ryan running the hill in the morning kind of thing. Again, bonding, is it really getting them in that great of shape? It's helping. But, um, you know, and then I – and I in my preseason meeting, I say part of my – like whether you're going to play early or whether you're going to make the team is whether you're in shape. So I try to beat them up pretty bad the first couple of days just to see who's in shape and who's not. Yeah. Um, it's a separator for me. So answering, uh, <clears throat> answering the big question about what you've learned as far as uh, 
girls versus boys in general. Um, big piece of advice. I know you said we talked about specifically conditioning. Obviously, it's the same, um, but like specifically in all your all your years of being able to uh, you know pick the brains of female coaches or coaches that coach females compared to males. You know what what do you think? Well, I think there's two things. I think you got to keep it the same. But I also think, I mean, men and women are wired differently. We can have a discussion about that. Um, so your locker room is as important, if not more. And their ability to fight for you is probably, you know, the off-court stuff is as important, if not more, for you than it is for me. Not that it's not important for me, but um, – the mission, the team thing, all that kind of stuff is super important. I, and that's what I found for the difference between coaching. I, and, I, and again, a male coaching females, I, I, it's just my observation. But um, that relationship building is its important with me, and I've learned that over time. But I think it's even more important for you. They got to want to run through a wall for you. Right. I agree. Hey, everybody. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Make sure you subscribe, like, jump up and down, like I say. Um, tell your friends. That would be a good thing. Yeah, sell it. share this on social media. And then also go over and check out teachweeps.com for coaches who want to get better. Have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.